Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. This is the podcast that makes you a better car washer and a slightly <clears throat> better human being. Uh, some days some days we make you an excellent human being, but we can't always guarantee that. So today we're going to talk about chemistry a little bit. And, and to do that, joining me is uh, Kip Kofsky and Michael Gordon, uh, both from Arcadian Services. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us. Uh, so... We needed to go back to the beginning a little bit because I want to make sure everybody knows who Arcadian is. So can you just kind of give us uh, the background on kind of where Arcadian came from and, and how you ended up here? I will do that for yeah. you. Uh, Arcadian has been around for a little over 45 years, uh, and it was always a, a company in the car wash industry, uh, more focused on equipment than chemicals, but always involved in chemicals, starting with equipment than uh, customers needed better chemistry, and uh, the people that owned Arcadian at the time developed their own line of chemistry. And then I came along, along with my wife, uh, almost 11 years ago and purchased Arcadian from the original owner and uh, brought some uh, new technology, really a focus on chemicals and technology and, you know, partnerships. We, that's kind of our tagline for our companies, chemicals, technology, and partnerships really bringing new technology to the industry that hasn't been seen before. And, uh, and really, we keep on you know, trying to raise the bar and bring things uh, from a performance and a safety aspect yeah. to the industry. Well, okay, but what, how did you make the decision to get into the car wash industry? Like, what, what was it that you're like, oh, I, I'm gonna buy that company that's well, in car washing? Well, it's, it's a well, strange story. So I worked for a great big publicly traded international German company yep. uh, in the industrial lubricants industry, but we made industrial cleaners as well. I wanted to move on with my life and go off on my own, and uh, my wife and I looked for a company to purchase. We found Arcadian, and I walked in the door at Arcadian in uh, I think it was June of 2013, and I knew I was going to buy the company when I saw the place. I knew it had makings of something to be great, uh, and really with my experience in the chemical industry, really, I've, I just saw this as an opportunity for our family. Yeah. And uh, so we purchased it uh, in January 2014, and really it was just something we've, you know, we've always wanted to do as a family is have our own business and uh, not being controlled by somebody else, and this was an important step in our life. And, and um, car wash, people said to me, well, how did you get in car wash? I, it has nothing to do with industrial lubricants, industrial <laughs> cleaners, but it does. There's yeah. so many similarities. And I think the easiest thing to explain this, in, in the industrial lubricants business, foam is a bad thing. <laughs> and car wash, foam is a good thing. So those are the biggest differences in chemistries uh, as far as those types of things. Um, a lot of the same uh, raw material suppliers exist uh, that sure. coexist in the industries. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a very common, a lot of the same application equipment. Yep. For example, if you go look in the industry in the back room, for instance, dosatrons are very common in both industries. Um, 
and and so that's really how this kind of got started. That's awesome, and and now here we are. Here we are today. Here so. we are, <laughs> Michael. How about you? What? I'm good. So, what's what's your what's your backstory? I don't I don't know. Your um, car wash owner. Uh, okay. 19 years. Uh, ended up getting bought out by some of the the craziness in the industry today, and. Yeah. I uh, still own a car wash in uh, Brighton, Colorado. Brighton Car Wash in detail, Fighters Car Wash in America. Uh, no, <laughs> but but now I uh, now I work for Kip for the last like, seven years, and I'm now the director of national accounts. Uh, I oversee the uh, the implement implicate implementation of the of the products in the field and make uh, mechanical and engineering changes as required to make okay. the use of the chemistry. Uh, to be at its peak performance at all times. So uh, I provide training for all of the customers who are afraid to touch chemistry. They think, oh my God, I'm not going there. You know, I'll just go ahead and have somebody else take care of it. I don't want to know about it. We go in there, we provide the training and the knowledge base. So they have a, a basic one-on-one course all the way up to if they want to start figuring out how to, how to dual blend their own chemistry in the back room to solve a particular problem. Uh, anywhere from Alaska, to Florida and you know Maine to San Diego is usually my territory of operations. So we have a new guy that came on board, uh, Joey Bichon, who uh, very well known in the industry. Uh, we're excited about what he brings to our team. He's offering more and more knowledge about um, how do the larger operators drive their membership programs. Yeah. Membership programs are so dear to our heart. Uh, you would think that chemistry would have no part of that. It has a major part of how companies should drive their their membership programs. If you're not coming up with a, a different statement, a different show, a different presence, you know, all you're doing is putting the same type of equipment in front of the same customer, and the customer can't differentiate. But if you put a fragrance or, or, or a color, but yet you're still creating a, a clean, dry, shine car, um, you know, you, that customer's going to remember you. Uh, so that's part of what my team is has been able to work with with our with our chemist group that's uh, that's working out of our Florence office. So, talk to me a little bit about um, why that education piece is important. Because look, frankly, from a from a revenue perspective, it it would make more sense if you just sold your services as yes, we will come in and we will take care of it for you. You don't really need to worry about it. But you guys do it differently. You're like, no, I want to educate you. I want to make you make sure that you're empowered to make decisions and changes and handle the things that you need to handle. There's a, there's a lot of people that feel that way. They'll have a, they'll have a distributor, yeah. and we, we have a little over 28 distributors across the United States, and those people are, are capable of coming in there and helping that particular customer, but there's a lot of hands-on people yeah. who, who want to do it. Uh, I, I always go back to early on in uh, Arcadian's development to this service level. Uh, we started with a small company in Midland, Texas, no one wanted to go to Midland, Texas and help this customer group with their chemistry. They've been a loyal customer ever since. They, and the reason I believe they're so happy with Arcadian Chemistry, even though other companies have similar like products, um, is because of the level of service that we gave them early on to teach them that they didn't have to be afraid of chemistry. Yeah. And, that, and that's what really drove us to, uh, to what we do today. Uh, the other aspect that we do is that we're, we're innovators. You know, we look at things from everything from the from your reclaim pit all the way up to uh, what color we're going to put on the car and have the color actually be in the foam and not right underneath the foam, uh, so it becomes a great show. Um, and you know, and, 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 and fragrances. Fragrances are big. Yeah. A lot of companies have moved away from it because they keep trying to cut the costs. Uh, Arcadian is one of those great little companies that hasn't had to do a price increase in this day and age. That's huge. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. Hmm? So, so I want to lean in a little bit on the innovation piece because I know that you guys are, are, are very kind of experimental and you like to be doing new things. And Kip, I know that's part of kind of your DNA. You just like to get in there and try stuff and do different things. Um, what are you all kind of working on right now? What, what are you watching? What are you working on? Well, there's you know several things we've been working on. Our, really a great success story has been on this chemical safety side, our C3 line of uh, facility wall and equipment cleaners, and that's just taken off and really brought a whole new element of safety and to, to the really cleaning the facilities. It's really the most dangerous job yeah. in the car wash. The most worst, it's the highest number of workplace injuries, uh, workers comp claim, um, lost time, in, in the car wash industry, and we've really reduced, in a lot of cases, eliminated that concern with that product and making actually something that employees would not want to do and be afraid to do and to be willing to do it today. The other thing is uh, our latest technology we'll be rolling out here very shortly is what we call our Reclaim Defender, and it's a, it's a two-step treatment to uh, treat the Reclaim systems. Um, there's two huge benefits to this. One which uh, many owners of the car washes that have reclaim systems have are odor problems. Yes. But that's not, that, that's a really a secondary part of this yeah. treatment. The primary is to eliminate, reduce and eliminate the sludge buildup in those pits oh. that has to get hauled away. And it's a huge dollar item on, the, on their profit and loss statements. And um, you have to actually have a vacuum truck come in there and suck out the pits. Some people have to do it monthly, some people do it every quarter. Um, and it becomes a huge cost item yeah. and they want in this this system we've got it on test in several sites results are excellent so far where we're able to greatly reduce you know somewhere might 70 to 80 percent the amount uh, of it, it, that's a conservative number yeah, but yeah. That's, that's, but again uh, we like to be on the conservative side we have one site that's much greater than that but we don't want to over promise on anything and i think that's the important thing we kind of what we like to do is over, uh, you know, uh, under promise and over produce. Yep. Yep. So our biggest takeaway from that, that whole side of the development was that we were going after a particular problem. We were going after to remove the H2S gases inside the, the tunnel because people, the people recognize the rotten egg smell, yeah. but they don't realize what's really going on. I mean, it's very corrosive. It's dangerous to breathe. But if you look up and you start seeing rust appear on some of the material, on some of the equipment up there, a lot of that is caused by that corrosive nature of that H2S gas. No one wants to talk about it because they can't really figure out how to really manage it. Well, we went after, we went after the problem, the source of the problem, the yeah. stuff that lives down in the muck and underneath the pit that we just haul off. So we, we went after the anaerobic bacteria that was in there and came up with a way to convert it from anaerobic to aerobic. And when we did that, uh, the, 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 the bugs started dying off. And when that started dying off, their food supply, which was, which was the sulfur that they were releasing into the aerobic uh, bacteria, the aerobic bacteria now has to go down there and eat that sludge. And so that's what happens here. Real simple science. We do this every day in a lot of different industries, but the bacteria didn't work well because they didn't work well with our chemistry, our car wash chemistry in general. Yeah. We have to test, like Kip said, in multiple different sites across the country, multiple different chemistry solutions other people that use different things to, to clean their pits out. And we have found that, uh, uh, conservatively speaking, about a 70 to 80% reduction. Water quality, though, was the other side of it. Yeah. We always have a film in reclaimed water. 
Well, when we lowered the COD level from 500 to 100, that water is almost clear, almost pure. And now we can use it in multiple stages in the car wash. Uh, we know that one of our competitors, uh, they're really wanting you to move away from using reclaimed water. Well, that's not a lot of options in a lot of parts of this country where right. you have to be able to get your permit. You're saying, I'm going to use 100% reclaimed water or some number. Um, we, they don't have that option. Well, now, you know, from our test facilities, it's, uh, it's showing to be very promising, very promising. So. And, and I think a real key, Mike, is that we've not only tested with our chemistry, we've tested it where we have competitors with their chemistry in these car washes, and we've tested this reclaimed defender, and it works. And one, of the, one of the real well. funny ones was that in our phase one beta test at a site at about 8,000 feet, because you always have to test altitude, sure. um, uh, we, took them off, we took them off the product. And three months later, we came back and tested again and started the project again. The bacteria was still there. The sludge was continuing to drop away. The company that had came in to, to pump away the pits said he'd never seen anything like this. It almost looked like it was just jello. It took me like five minutes to pull out. And his, the amount of weight that had to come out was down to about a third of what he, uh, he normally has to use. He was so upset that we didn't give him any more that, that, that the gentleman actually came to the show and talked to Kip personally about making certain that he continues on the beta side. It's been a game changer wow. to his wash. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is real cool. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, a, I love that kind of stuff because it's like, you're almost like watching a nature show when you're, as you're talking about, you know, um, it's looking for its food source. We took the food source away. Now yeah. it's eating the thing that we needed to eat. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel like we should do a whole documentary on that. <laughs> yeah, and it just, it just gets washed away back to yeah. the city, and then the city sewer systems, they basically do the same thing all over again. So, yeah. so if you need to lower your BODs, your CODs, this is the way that you have to kind of approach the problem. Okay. If you try to chemically treat it, or you try to put something in the chemistry and say, oh, now you, you know, I'm, I'm covering up the smell, you haven't solved anything. Yeah. You're just moving the problem to another level. The rust continues, the odor continues, and the waste continues. So you have to do it. The way, the way nature wants you to do yeah. it. So it's yeah. totally environmentally safe. We haven't figured out how we're going to market it yet, but uh, we've got some ideas. You know. Yeah, that's a cool uh, product. That's a cool product because it, it, you're right. I mean, the the solution for that stuff should not be more chemistry in a in, in a traditional yeah. sense. Like, don't just mask it. Yeah. Fix it. It's like anything else. Yeah. Um, and and that's what's so important. That's why you know, we really see ourselves as a technology provider and just much more than a chemist, chemical company. So talk a little bit about um, kind of where you're going next, right? I mean, so you've got new products coming out. You're always working on new products. But what are you maybe like watching kind of from an industry perspective and, and what's coming or what, what you think maybe we all need to be worried about? Well, there's always a continued concern. I mean, one of the products that we talked about earlier in the, in the wall cleaners, typically a lot of hydrofluoric acid is being used, uh, continues to be really scrutinized. It's still used in a lot of products in our industry, yeah. a ton of them. And, you know, one of these days it will be banned. And so I think that's what we continue to do is look for ways. And hydrofluoric has been used because it's cheap and it works. Yeah. And so how do you overcome that? Well, one real way to overcome is for it to be banned and then you're really forced into, people are gonna be forced to pay more money instead of going to that lower cost option and ignoring the safety. The other way, while it's, if it's not being banned, then you have to search for alternate technologies and that's what we've been doing. So we've been, 
it's been a heavy investment in our R&D money the last you know five years now. This first phase was were the wall cleaners. Now we're in the phase of uh, really the two-step pre-soak series on the first-step pre-soak, mainly used in touch-free technology. But it can be you know if we can get beyond the HF, I think you'll see some more uh, express models if they want to get cleaner cars. Go to more of a two-step process. They never really had to because they have the friction in place. But I think it'll lead to a next generation of cleaning. Again, because you don't want to be using HF in these express tunnels because you got people around. But we have developed some super concentrates now and and HF-free pre-soaks that are really turning a lot of heads. And we've got them out there in a lot of locations already. So I think that's a huge part of this. And yeah, I mean, I'll add on to that just a touch, but. Uh, the wall cleaners, such as our C3 product line, yeah. um, are made from basal salts. Basal salts are real expensive to make. But for that, you get, you get an opportunity to have a very safe, very clean way to clean. And it's a multiple-purpose product. So if you need to clean, the, if you need to clean your uh, trash cans, if you need to clean your vacuum extensions, you need to clean your walls, this product is capable of doing it. Surfactants will get in there and help make the cleaning easier. But the carrying agent or the hydrofluoric acid on some of these hydrochloric acids on the others, those are the dangerous parts of it. Yeah. I like in, like I said in our pitch 20 the other day, I liken these products to what I call is an up close and personal product. You're going to get it on you, yeah. right? So if you're going to use the hydrofluorics and the hydrochlorics, cover yourself up. It's not worth your health risk. Make sure you're not breathing those products in. When you come over to these organic uh, salts or these basal salts, this, this is what it's designed for doing. So it's around you, you're not going to get harm from it. Doesn't mean that you're never going to have a, a, a rash or something come up. People are allergic to, to fragrances. Yeah. There might be one person out of a million that might come up with a minor, minor rash, right? We have not seen that with our product. That's what's amazing about the science that has gone into it. The engineers and the chemists that we have employed to help make this the safest product in America have done a great job. Um, we've added, uh, unlike other products that may be out there in the industry, um, we've added a solvent to it. Again, people go, oh, solvent's bad. Water's a solvent. Yeah. So, you know, so now, we're, <laughs> you know, so now water's bad? I mean, I don't know how you, how you say that. But our, our, but our solvent product that's in there is just a small amount. But again, it's just enough to trigger the release of any oils and greases that might be on the walls. And then, again, let the carrying agent take care of the rest of it and wipe it off. Spray it on, rinse it off. Spray it on, brush it off. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Electrical devices, all the way down to, uh, you know, the uh, the 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 grates on your on the floors of your uh, of your of your conveyor. You know, all of that is cleaned with one product now, and a safe product. So it's expensive to make. We can't control that because yeah. the science that goes into that thing is amazing. Um, but it will eventually come down as more and more people, like Kip said move to that type of technology, so. Well, so, Kip, talk to me about why, like, I mean, it's a big investment, it costs more, it's harder to do, it takes you longer to figure these things out. Why is it important to you that you make that investment? Why, why go through all of that? Well, it's, to me, it's, I think it's a responsibility of companies like ours to do for the industry, I really do. I think, you know, there's a lot of inherent dangers there. 
Um, when, you know, when my wife and I purchased Arcadian, one of the reasons we purchased Arcadian was because of a product called New Wall, which has been the staple in the industry. If you go <coughs> in this building here today, if people, if you ask people what the best product to clean car wash bays is, 80% of <coughs> New Wall. Well, one thing, but I love New Wall, but I hated all the HF in it. Yeah. My wife and I were on a mission to say, how do we clean without this stuff? And everybody has always told me it's impossible. And as soon as somebody tells me it's impossible, that triggers me and saying, <laughs> that's what we're going to go after and do. And, uh, and it took, like I said, I think it is a responsibility of the chemical companies to get to that point. And uh, I just think it's really important. I think safety is huge. When you look at the, again, workplace injuries, it's, you know, the, the most frightening call I get is when somebody says, you know what, I, uh, we had a workplace injury with New Wall, what do we do? Yeah. And I tell them, get to the, the, the hospital immediately. Um, and in most cases, people don't read the safety directions on any of these products, just along with every other product in the back room. And yeah. if you, and most people in this industry don't realize it, sometime take a look, go through every chemical. You're going to see a myriad of chemicals that will all have corrosive labels on them. And you're going to go from, you know, any cleaning chemical that's a high or a low pH is going to have that sticker. The other frightening thing is there's a lot of drying agents out there in the industry and finishing products that have a flammable label on them. And people don't even realize it. And they're open to an OSHA. If they, they get audited by OSHA, yep. they're finished if they don't have that segregated. So it becomes an issue. And I think education is such a big part of this. And that goes hand in hand what we do with our customers. We educate them about this and make sure they understand the inherent dangers they're dealing with. Okay. Going back to what you had asked earlier, why is education so important? Um, without knowledge, you don't know you're making these decisions that could be harmful down the road. Yeah. OSHA is one thing, but actually harming an employee, that, that's a totally different level. So what we try to do is that we try to avoid ostrich management, which I call putting your head in the sand and not really <laughs> understanding what's going around. Since you can't see it, it must not be happening. Believe me, it's happening all around you. Every car wash owner in this country should be aware of what they're doing in the back room and what they're doing on the vehicle. Um, and and it, it can be way two different scenarios because you've got the raw chemistry in the back room and then you've got the diluted chemical in the bay. But in a lot of cases, even though you're highly diluting that product, depending on what it is, it will still be corrosive in the bay. Yeah. So it, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's a real issue. The other thing I'd like to add, it's also the responsibility for us for my wife and I with our employees to get these things out of our facilities. Yeah. And, you know, they don't like dealing with them. They know it's part of their job. And the, the more we push towards this for the industry, it, 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 it pushes us to take care of our own employees. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, our time is running a little short on us, uh, unfortunately, because I, I, I would love to know more about um, how you do some of that stuff, right? Like, how do you educate? How do you dive in? And how do you... Um, really connect with your customers in ways that help it make it easy for them. Um, let's just go ahead and answer that question. I want to know maybe one or two things that you guys do that you think really works, right? When well, it comes to education. Well, edu education, and I would say really an open door policy. If you call our our phone number at our plant or at our, at our headquarters, somebody's always going to answer the phone during business hours. Yeah. We don't want people going into the voicemail cyberspace. And it's really important and really communicating with your customer, having that open line, keeping in touch with them, reaching out with them, seeing how we can be 
an asset to them. And also doing education se uh, sessions for their employees. When we do, uh, for instance, on the C3, yeah. we actually put together training videos for our customers or we'll do webinars or we go on site and we either train their managers or, or then after they have to train their managers, we'll put together a video for them, for their employees to be able to apply properly. Yeah, recently so, we just came out of uh, Virginia and uh, took over a very large C-store operation that was a provided chemistry from another distributor or another product line. Uh, these people had made the conscious decision that if they were going to keep their equipment running correctly, they were going to have to invest into into it. So they were buying trucks and they have the labor and they have the knowledge to move stuff around, but they didn't have any knowledge on how to how to maintain a wash world. Right. Yet their distributor never helped them do it, right? Because they wanted to pull that all back close to their chest so they would have to come to them to get a problem solved. Well, as you grow in business, you know that you end up having to solve your own problems a lot of times. If not, the checkbook never stops getting a your name signed on it. So. Um, so what we did up there is the first thing we did is first we had to prove that our chemistry was superior than all the other chemistries they were testing. Uh, after we got past that, it was a simple conversation with the owner and his staff to see where their pain points were. And once I understood where their pain points were, the education then started. Yep. It started off with the five steps of cleaning a car. It was that far down in the, in the, in the education that they were. And they had been operating these C-stores for 20 years. And nobody had ever really told them there was five ways to clean a car. And then not, as long as you get to 100%, you're going to get there, right? But, but it became that first fundamental step. And then, you know, now we're into, okay, why do you want to choose that pre-soak versus this pre-soak? Why do you want to use a drying agent when a drying agent isn't really necessary to clean it or to dry off that car? We can do it by simply balancing the chemistry on the front end of the wash get in the car to get back to its natural hydrophobic state and have it almost dry. Now, as a chemical, as a car wash owner, you've got a lot of options. You don't have to buy the high-end sealants and all the ceramics and all the things that they want to sell you because that's what people know. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. That can't happen. And then you show it and they go, oh, wow. You know? And then you drop the price of the car down to half of whatever it was they were paying before. And then the real fun starts. They start thinking about, well, how can I do it better? Yeah. And then they call you. And then they come onto our online learning center and they say, what can we do? They talk to our AI and they say, what can I do here with this type of chemistry? And the AI cancers back. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of communication that goes on with everybody in, the, in, the, in our customer base, which is well over 3,000 car washes. Um, and in the meantime, if they need a human body, then myself or one of our staff members goes to their site and, and gives them that hands-on you know, approach. You know, we don't want to become transparent. You know, we just don't want to have them buy a, a bucket of soap and say, hey, thank you very much. Hey, you want to buy another? Yeah. That's not our team. That's not us. That's not Kip. That's not Ruby. That's not what we are. So Going back to transparent, what we are is open and transparent with our customers. And again, it go, also goes to educating. I mean, Mike spent a week with these people and actually trained them on all the, all the uh, service points on their equipment as well, in addition to the chemistry. So, I mean, it goes beyond just the chemistry in a, in a lot of cases. Because yeah. almost every time we go to set up a car wash, we walk into a car wash that wants to test our chemicals, there's always some type of a piece of equipment that is at failure. Yeah. And it's not always a chemical problem. Usually there's an equipment failure 
whether it be a bad injector or a bad pump or a, you know they haven't cleaned out their foamers there's something other related to this that they don't know because they haven't been taught how to do the, these things yeah yeah I, I love that you all are focused on buyer enablement I mean and just giving them that information they need so they can make better decisions um, be more educated that that will lift up the entire industry and the other one other thing I could point out is we've it, and this happens time and time and again, we, we continue to, you know, work with our customers to, to fix the, those issues with them because this, our car wash world has rapidly changed and it continues to rapidly change every month. Before in this industry, if you went back as early as 10 years ago, most of the people attending this car wash show here were hands-on owner operators. Yeah. It's turned into an investor world where they, don't know anything about car washing or the equipment inside them and they're relying on third parties to fix things so they don't have that knowledge and and we try to empower them with the knowledge so they can bet, run a better operation and then that results in higher wash counts and then we start introducing our injectosense series of fragrances to and then they're all and to really for customer appearance and then one of the products we want to talk to you about was our neofoam that's on top of it because they want that big show. They want that foam to carry through with color, bold color, yeah. all the way through the foam for, for the kids and everything. Yeah. But again, it just began, and then all of a sudden they see their car wash counts zoom up and they see their revenues go through the roof. And then they say, wow, the, the, the chemistry can make a difference. And it doesn't matter if it's a self-survey, automatic or a tunnel, the process is the same throughout Arcadian service. So. Excellent, excellent. Well guys, I appreciate all that you do uh, to kind of make this industry better and to make sure that your customers have what they need. Uh, thanks for being on this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. Well, Matt, I appreciate you and everything you do for the industry as well. And thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners. 